Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spiritual Support with Dr. Sue on the Bold Brave Media Network. Um, and tonight, before I introduce my guest, I have something to read from The Power Within. It is not circumstances that make us, but we make circumstances. Complaint and indecision and depression and doubt. Plant the seeds of failure, while confidence and faith and optimism plant the seeds for success. Yes, we always have to be optimistic. Both with flower, uh, both will flower and bring forth their own inner kind. As we've said many times, think positive because positivity begets positivity and good things going on in your life. Now, I'm going to introduce my guest tonight, Deb Stanton. Hello. Nice to join you, Sue. Thanks, Deb. It's good to see you, too. Oh, you've got some of your wonderful artwork up behind you. Mm-hmm. Yes. In addition to being a pet commuter, communicator, Deb also is an artist, and she does wonderful images of animals. Thank you. I said tonight, uh, my just thing was basically talking with your pet. And I know that you're an expert in this um, topic. And maybe you can give some people some tips on how to talk to their pets. Sure. Communicate with them. Yeah. Um, every, every pet is capable of communicating with you. Um, you know, I've read lizards, rabbits, geckos, dogs, horses, cows. Every animal can communicate with you, but it's the people that have the block or aren't listening. So, so if you imagine it like um, like a telephone call, so your pet's trying to get your attention, trying to get your attention. You're busy doing stuff. You're looking at your phone you're not engaged, um, eventually they give up. Um, and you see that a lot if, if you just observe people out walking their dogs and if they're on their phone, um, they're totally disengaged from their, from their animal. And you see the animal just, okay, he's not listening. I'm just going for a walk. Um, so they're all, all quite capable. It's us that, that has the barrier. Uh, but everybody can do this um, to a certain extent. Um, and if um, you'll often find yourself doing it already, you'll be maybe sitting watching TV and you'll just suddenly get up and go and change the dog's water or go and put a little bit more food in the cat bowl. Um, so you've gotten the message, you know, you just get up and do it. You think it's a human thing, but they've put that in your head. Uh, so off, off you go to do that. Um, so it's working already. You, you just may not be aware of that aspect of them. Um, but, you know, we, we've all seen that in our animals. They sense when we're tired or anxious um, or not well um, because they're masters of reading energy. Um, and when our energetic fields are down, um, they can sense that. So, uh, 
you know, they'll come sit closer or they may react otherwise. Horses, if you're anxious and stuff, will will often just become anxious because they begin to mirror you. Um, I don't know what to do with this energy, so I'm going to act like her. Uh, And you'll find that. You'll find that a lot with dogs with anxiety, too. Um, You know, there's something going on in that house. Same with cats. There's something going on in that house. So often it will go back to the person. um, And that's because the animal is so energy sensitive. Um, mm -hmm. Now, cats are the most psychic animal uh, that we have. Uh, They see spirit quite a bit. You'll, you know, a lot of people will notice their cats looking up or looking off in a corner um, and they can see things. They're not alarmed by it. Um, sometimes they, um, you know, may just try and point that out to you, but they're generally not alarmed. And they're often, in, if they are an animal in spirit, cats are not afraid to show themselves to those that are open which is kind of cool. They're the only animal that seems to be kind of brave about that stuff. Um, Yes, I know. um, In the first house I had in Lilydale, um, several people would would tell me that they saw a cat walking around, and at the time I didn't have a cat. But I have to tell you, my cat, there's no problem. If my cat wants food, she's very vocal. She'll just come meowing at me, and um, she wants to be fed. Yeah, and my grandson, they live in a 140-year-old house. Um, He has a cat that joins him at night, a a cat in spirit. Uh, Not every night, but it comes. Um, And he's not afraid of it. It just curls up on his bed. Um, So so the animal communication, um, we have to kind of center ourselves to be more tuned in with nature a bit uh, to pick up on that. Um, The wild animals will communicate with you too. You know, birds, bunnies, porcupines, raccoons. um, They'll talk to you also. You've just got to take the time um, and the focus and the calmness in your body. And the first thing that comes into your head is the message. So once you start second guessing, that's your left brain, your rational brain coming in and going, I didn't hear that, did I? So the first thing that comes in is is your message. Um, and animals will talk about different things. Um, horses will talk about pain, discomfort more, um, or um, or strained relationship with their person. Um, dogs are just generally about love. Um, they don't complain much about their family situation. Um, cats can be judgmental. Um, yes. But, yeah. Um, but generally not in a negative sense. Um, but, but if something's disrupting the energy in their house, uh, they don't worry about not telling you. They will tell you. Um, you know, if so-and-so had extra people over, um, and that threw them off. I read a cat two days ago, and I just said to the people, oh, you had a big party. Um, she said, yeah, we just had it last night. Um, because the cat told me, the cat was very disturbed at the amount of people that came into this person's house. 
and then he went and peed uh, outside uh -huh. his house, you know, but that was one of the reasons. Um, so disturbances in their lifestyle um, will throw a cat off. And, and don't forget you can talk to your animals. So it's power of intent. So they don't just have to send things to you. You can talk to them. So, so when I'm working, I explain it as I send a message to the animal and human or a question, say it's a cat, the cat will return it to me in cat and it becomes something I can understand. When I send it out in human, the cat receives it as something the cat can understand. So there's that magical exchange in the middle um, that makes everything work. So, so verbalize in human to your pet um, and it will be received, you know, and you'll get something back. Um, but tell them what you're doing. I mean, we all, you know, I do it, but I'm sure everybody else does. I'll say to my guys, you know, I'm, I won't be gone for long. You know, I'll, I'll be back in a few minutes or I'll be back by supper time. Um, you know, so we all, we all do that. And they're just like, okay. And, and, and explain things to them because it really upsets them when we don't. So just verbalize it and it will be received. Um, and if you're going away for any length of time, you can describe your absence to your animal by using the lunar or the solar. So, um, you know, I'll be back in three dark nights. And you send that picture to them. And then when you're away, you can say, oh, I'll be back in two dark nights. I'll be back in one dark night. Um, because the clock and time is a human invention and it doesn't make any sense to an animal. So if you use the sun and the moon, um, that really helps them deal with it. Um, and if you have to board your dog, do the same thing. You know, I'll tap in with you while I'm away, which you're quite capable of doing. I'll be back in seven dark nights and you send that image and then we'll be back home and we'll all be back to normal. But I need to do this for myself right now. Um, so the explanations work. Um, so any thoughts, Sue, or questions? Um, yeah, I had a bunch of um, What was I going to say? Oh, first, I have to re respond to your telling us that they tune out when we they get upset when we are on cell phones. I have my phone here. We're on, there are, we're on cell phones and different computers and different devices. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been trying to make a point that if my dog's sitting near me or is near me, I spend some time petting them paying attention to him so I'm not just tunnel vision on the device um, yeah. and that seems to help a lot. I do talk to him I mean and I think there's some words that, that they basically understand you know. Of course. Yeah because yeah. I have a, I do walkie walk is when I tell him we're going for a walkie walk and he usually gets up and goes by the leash and gets ready to go so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he understands it Yep. yep, they understand they understand our basic words, um, but they also understand the intent behind them. Um, yeah. And and when we're out, also like let let them sniff stuff, cat or dog, because that's how they communicate with each other. Um, 
So that's pretty important to let them, and, and that reduces their stress level also. So, you know, you can be walking along and still be engaged and, you know, like Lavi, have a, have a good sniff along here, you know, let's see what's going on. What, what did the other dogs leave to tell you? And, and that, that reduces their anxiety and their stress level. If they're allowed to communicate by sniffing, um, they don't have to see the other animal. Everything's up there. I, the word for it is female. I uh, and, say we call it female. Yeah. Yeah. Rather and that's, that's what it is. Yeah. They know everything. They know what that dog ate, whether it's a boy or a girl, whether it's stressed or not. So, so they can tell everything from that. So, so let them be a dog um, when they're outside. Um, same with the cats and horses. They don't always have to be reined up. They can put their heads down, relax also. Um, any other thoughts or questions that I'm missing at this point? Oh, I know. I just wanted to reiterate the idea that when, because I, I am going to take a trip in a few months and um, mm. I have to leave the pet so that every night while I'm on the trip, I can say I'll be home in, in three dark yep. nights. Yep. Do, do, your, do your countdown. Do the countdown. Uh, yeah, and they'll, it'll be received by them. Like when you're away, you can tap in because it's telepathy. You know, most of my readings, well, all of my readings for animals are online and it's, and it's around the world. Um, so telepathy is telepathy. It, it works. So it doesn't matter geographically where you are. Um, you know, you can put a picture of them in your head, you know, like, okay, this is our moment. Um, and I'm tapping in with you. And even when I'm doing energy work distantly with animals, you know, in another country, um, or few provinces away or down in the States, um, the person will say, oh, he's gone to sleep now. Uh, you know, so it's received. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It's energy. It's wonderful. And, and, and distance is not an issue. Yeah, well, that's an important point to make is that mm -hmm. it isn't. And I mean, that's why we can do membership and all kinds of things through the yeah. internet. And yeah, it's amazing that you can communicate with, with the pets do that way. Do you have to see them? No, I actually prefer not to. Well, I use okay. a picture. People oh, okay. will email me a picture. Um, because if you, for me, because I have a science background, um, if I see them physically in front of me, uh, my, I have to fight to keep my left brain out of it. Okay. Um, because your left brain is your logical side. Right, right, yeah. Um, and your right brain is your intuitive side of where you want to work. Um, That's so if right. I physically see the animal, I go, oh, God, no wonder he's having a problem if I allow my left brain in. Okay, um, we'll hold that thought a moment, and we will come back and talk more about how you can communicate with your pet. Uh, first, we have to take a break. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more 
Listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broad Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategy to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies. Find settings that allow them to be the most productive and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back to Spiritual Support with Dr. Sue on the Bold Brave TV Network. So anyway, here we are talking to Deb Sinton, and we're talking about pets. Now, Deb, we were going to talk next about how people can help their pets relieve stress if they have to go to the vets or someplace that might be uncomfortable. Yeah, most of most trips to the to the vets are are uncomfortable. Um, well, I mean, especially for cats, they're just not used to going out of the house. Um, and dogs um, could have had a bad experience. Um, you know, they can be goofy as young dogs and then get a little more apprehensive as they start to read the energy of the vet clinic. Um, so, so you can explain what's going on. Um, you know, in in the when the sun comes up, when it's light out will be doing this and then send them the visual picture of getting in the car, going to the clinic, um, having a great time and then coming home. Um, there's things we can do in preparation for that. You can use rescue remedy for a few days before you can get the rescue remedy for animals. Now um, the human rescue remedy is alcohol in it. That's to keep the, stopper from and the dropper thing from getting contaminated but the pet one doesn't so it doesn't taste like anything um, that can go in their drinking water or you can just open the cheek of the mouth and, and put your drops in it's usually about 10 drops um, there's um, uh, wrap coats for dogs the thunder coats um, those those will work um, there's an, an adaptive collar for dogs. So that's the collar that emits a, um, a feel good pheromone. Um, cats, you could go ahead, take a face cloth or something in a Ziploc bag and ask them to spray it with the feel away, which is the cat version of the feel good stuff. Spray you a cloth and you take it home and put it in the kennel. Um, and if you have trouble kenneling your cat too, you can remember to put it on its up 
straight like this and drop the cap down in it instead of trying to push it in. Um, but explain to everybody that this will be done. We have to do this and then we'll be home. And then just send the picture of being home and chilling or being home and getting a treat on the way home. Um, you know, just some nice relaxing thing. And it's really important that when you're in a stressful situation that you remain grounded. Um, and sometimes that can be really difficult, especially if your pet's not well and you're really upset about that. Um, or going to the groomer. I know so many animals that are so stressed out going to the groomer. Um, but you can do a few things ahead of time. Um, you can shorten your grooming thing so he's not there all day. Um, you can have it done by an appointment. That's a tighter appointment. Some people have groomers come to the house. Um, so there's a few things you can do to help them deal with that stress. Um, horses would kind of be the same, although their veterinary visits are to their barn, unless they're going to a equine hospital for some reason, but then you could explain it in the same way. Um, and do it to everything. Do it to snakes, uh, turtles. Um, you know, everything has a soul and can communicate. So don't forget to do that, that aspect of it. Um, Stress-wise, too, there's, um, uh, on, you can look up on Facebook. There's a vet, uh, Dr. Janice Rourke. I think it's R-O-A-R-K, that has a great aromatherapy program and aromatherapy ideas um, and things that you can put in fusers uh, for anxiety and all that kind of stuff. So there's some really nice benign things that you can do to complement um, your pet and, and what's going on in, in life. Um, yeah, um, I had a groomer who um, used to... Uh, have lavender in her place. She would have lavender to try to calm the pets down. Yeah, and that's that's one of the oils that does work, but it works in combination with frankincense, and there's a, a really nice mixture mm -hmm. um, that works that's, that's on this uh, vet's site. Um, there's other things. There's other sites out there that you can get homeopathic drops for anxiety, um, but your box stuff is kind of tried and true. Um, or something with GABA and tryptophan in it. Um, you know, but don't go nuts and don't go overboard, you know, unless you check with someone that knows how to use that stuff. Yeah. Um, there is, Prina makes um, a probiotic that's called Calm, and that's for dogs, and they make one called Calm for cats. I think you have to get through your clinic. That's a daily powder that you would give to help your animal get into less anxiety and that works really well um and thoughts yeah, I, or questions mm -hmm. yeah those are things i know someone that that gets a pet tranquilizer to take her dog on the plane with her yeah yeah you can do that too yeah if you want to go the chemical route and there's you know um often better living through chemistry as they say um so, yeah, but, you know, and, and also get your friend to explain what's going on. Okay, this is this, this is, explain everything. Just send pictures out. That's basically what you do. And your animals will often communicate to you in pictures also. So, and that's how it works with me. I'll just get a movie or a little flash of something. 
like the cat that showed me a party. Um, you know, you know, I got a, a picture of the entrance of the house and balloons from the cat's point of view. I can only see through their eye level, right. um, but I recognize what I was looking at. And animals will tell you about a lot of stuff. I had a cat tell me about his pickle and, and I didn't know how far I'd go with that because I thought I cannot be picking this up right. He said, I love my pickle. Um, so I said to the lady, because I've learned to say just what I get because he showed me a pickle. I said, oh, he's telling me that he really loves his pickle and he misses it. Um, and as it turns out, and I didn't know that, but you can get them catnip vegetables on Amazon. So she had got him a catnip filled pickle, um, but he kept dragging it to the water bowl and it was getting the lady mad because it was getting all soaked all the time. So that's so that was the cat telling me that he missed his pickle. Um, so they will send you pictures. So just be aware of that. You won't necessarily hear something. You'll feel it or you'll see a picture. Right. Yeah. So that's what you're going to watch for when you're doing your chit chat, even when you're away from home. Um, they'll pop something in your head or you're busy at work and all of a sudden your pet's picture, a picture of him doing something's in your head and that's just him linking in with you. Um, okay, well, I will do that more when I have to go away, yeah. <laughs> Usually I take the dog with me, I leave the cat at home, but I take the dog with me. Yeah, yeah, good thing to do. But, uh, yeah, I've been trying to explain to my cat because... And Lily down my cat runs around everywhere, all over the place. But in mm -hmm. Virginia, she has to stay in the house. So she's been pretty good about that, you know, and I try to explain it's for her safety. Yeah, and that's what that's what I usually say, you know, or if I have to work with an animal somewhere, I'll say, you know, this is so we can both get along and go home happily. Yeah, because they, they uh, pick up cat here. They don't want yeah. cats outside, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, this is for your protection. This is what we must do while we're here. It's a nice place, but this is how it runs. Yeah. It's not good for cats out there. Um, no, so she's, she's being good. She's being good. Um, good job. Good yeah. job. You know, and the two um, of my cat and dog play together. So they're. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're very compatible. You're lucky. Um, and. A little later on, I'm sure your audience would want to know about um, pets in the afterlife um, or helping pets pass. Um, that's that's um, something that's kind of important. Um, and we can talk about that. Um, and again, just to dip a toe in that at the moment it's it's also something you talk about with them so it's not a huge surprise um you know it's it's a dialogue it's just like having a loved one human at home um you know you the, there's a dialogue there about it um so you'll keep that up as much as you are uncomfortable with it um and you never want them to leave, you know, there has to be a dialogue there and they'll understand that. Um, and we can get into that and, um, and pets in the afterlife and how they 
do communicate with us. Um, and, and how to know when it's time to help your animal pass. Yeah, I think that's a hard one. I mean, mm -hmm. if, if, I mean, I, I would say my dog, because that's the one that's going to pass first. He's 13. He's a teenager now. Um, the breed usually lives until maybe 16. So mm -hmm. uh, his time is running short. Um, and he's in great shape. He's jumping around and being like a kid half the time. So I'm very grateful for that and grateful for all the time I have with him. But I know it's coming up. I know it's coming up. Yeah. And, and you look at it like he's on the home stretch, you know, like we all are. We're on the back 40 at this point. Um, That's right. So he, he's on the home stretch. And we remember that that, that is home up there as much as we love them and want them to stay down on this plane that's home um, where we all go back to um, you know and and there's souls out there that we can still look after um, in our grief like I can't have cats here on my farm because we have such a bad uh, wolf uh, and fisher and coyote problem um, but I donate my time to other um, cat sanctuaries and cat shelters and stuff um, so there's something that we can always still give to animals um, even though I miss having cats in my life it's just not a fair environment here um, to have a cat and you can't keep them in because I have a dog door oh um, okay and the dogs are in and out all day and uh and the cats learn to do that pretty easily too. Um, well, my cat also is sneaky. She's been sneaking out on me. So I had to put a gate, uh, get this gate by the front door to block her so she couldn't just sneak out between my feet. Yeah, no, that's important to keep them safe. And that's what we say to them, you know, um, I was out hiking this morning and coming back and I was getting near the road. I put Steve, my dog, on a leash. I, you know, I said, Steve, it's to keep you safe. I don't want you loose on the road. I love okay. you, so let's keep this on. We have to take a break and when we'll come back, we'll probably talk about pets in the afterlife and some signs that give us that they're still with us. Conscious beliefs that do most of the creating. Belief Shifter and Life Coach Sherrod can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Sherrod's help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? 
Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela D. Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults, Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. Podcasts and transcripts of The Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com, plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help Open Support for Caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com. Hello, back. Here we are with Spiritual Support Dr. Sue on the Bold Brave TV Network. And I'm here with Deb Stanton, and we are talking about our pets and how we can communicate and talk to them. And so after that, we're going to switch topics to our pets in the afterlife, because I know they do still communicate with us after Mm -hmm. they go into the spirit world. Yes. Um, So, so far we've covered like really basic ways of communicating. Um, but as we're, we're moving along, and this doesn't take um, a lot of study to do this part, but as far as you're honing a skill. Um, so we'll talk about, um, well, we'll briefly, let's jump back to, let's just hypothetically say you're taking your animal in for spay. Um at the clinic. So you're going to prepare him, her, if it's a spade, um, you know, by just walking through, this is what's going on today. You're going to be asleep. You're going to not feel anything. You're going to have some pain medication and IV fluids. People are going to be really nice to you. And I'll be back before it gets dark. Okay. And then we'll be home together and we'll have our pain medication together and I'll give you lots of loving. So explain even the surgical procedures or any other procedure where your animal's out of your sight. Um, so that, that works well. Um, and that's any animal again, that's any animal. So when we're, our, our animals can't stay with us forever. Um, and that's, the worst part of signing up um, to have an animal soul in your life. You, you've almost the moment you bond, you're thinking of down the road, um, you know, when he's not there. Um, and, you know, they're such a special part of our lives and they often mean so much more to us than the people in our lives or our family. Um, uh, yeah, you know that I'll, we want them. I have to tell mm-hmm. you my joke. My joke is my dog is my third husband, or my third husband is a dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. You finally lucked out. That's um, right. That's right. So, so there comes a time when they can't stay with us anymore, um, and we have to give them permission to leave. Uh, and and that can be done by a pact. Um, I had a hound once, the, one of the many loves of my life, uh, in the dog world. Um, and 
he had a, an a, inoperable abdominal tumor and um, the pact is, and what I said to him was, you know, Eugene, I love you madly. I, I can't imagine living without you, but I know you have to go. So you must make it abundantly clear to me when you're ready. And he agreed to that. Um, and it wasn't immediate. It was like another 48 hours. But I said, you've got to look at me and just tell me that it's okay. Now's the time. And that's all it will be is a split second look, a soul to soul look. Um, they're not going to come up and start you for a minute. It's just going to be a glance and say, okay, I've had it. I want out. Um, and he did that. Um, he's, I've had it. And I was like, okay, Gene, let's get things ready. Let's get the show on the road. Um, and, and so we did. He, he had a very nice passing. Um, my dog, Sam, he passed a year ago. It's the same thing at 15. Um, Sam, you, you've got to make it abundantly clear when you're ready to leave because he was a, not a well dog and he had a great last day. So I knew it was coming. Um, and then he just at eight at night. He just looked at me and said, I've had it. So, you know, off we went then. So you, you can do that. Um, you know, and don't feel guilty about not wanting to. Um, because we're human. We just want them. We don't want to go through the heartache. Um, we don't want to go through the missing of the soul. Um, we just don't want things to change, but but we do. Um, you know, if you are taking your animal to the clinic to help it pass, some, some places will come to the house now to do that. Oh, Up yeah. here in Canada, in Canada, we have palliative care uh, veterinarians um, that will come to your house. Um, so some of your clinics down there, I think I've heard of, will do that too. Uh, but if you're going to the clinic and it's not your house, um, you know, stay with them, you know, just don't dump them and walk out because I've seen it. Um, you know, the animal's just looking for their person. Oh, like, no. where's he going? When's he coming back? Um, no, I would, I would never do that. Never no, do that. A lot of people do. So, you know, it's just a few uncomfortable minutes of you just staying and holding your best friend. Um, most places will sedate a little ahead of time um, and you guys just have that time to yourself. That's the most important part. Um, same with your, with your large animals too. Same with your horses. I've had to do it with my horses too. Um, but yeah, it's like you must make this clear I don't ever want you to leave me, but I know you have to. So let's, you know, and like I said to mine, okay, guys, let's get the show on the road. I'll help you. And off we do. It's immaterial um, to them what happens with the body. It's just like us. The soul goes. The body is the shell for the soul. Um, so don't beat yourself up that you couldn't afford a private cremation. Um, you know, it's, it's immaterial to them. It doesn't matter. Um, we have one crematorium up here. It's not too far from me that they have Buddhist monks come in. Um, and you can request that and the monks will be there for your pet's cremation. And then there's a way of, 
of sifting through the ashes and they get some beautiful little gems and stones that are formed from the ashes. Um, it's really, really a nice thought, mm. but I think that would be few and far between. Yeah. Um, so try and stay with your, with your pet for that. Um, that's just a really important thing. Um, and the pet never blames you. Um, he never blames you that it was too soon or too late. Um, they're just so, so pure in their soul. Um, they're just so thankful for anything and anything to please you. Okay, this is the day, mom. Okay, I'm good with it. We're good. Okay, so again, don't beat yourself up about that. Yeah, well, I'm, not, I'm noticing that my dog now, um, especially since I'm, I'm down here in Virginia doing a lot of work in the house on writing and things, that the dog is, comp is always in the room with me, is always like if I'm sitting on the couch, he's always on the couch with me, or if I sit on the bed, he's always in the bed with me. And he's just with me a lot more than he had been uh, yeah. in the past. Yeah, and that's for your comfort also. Um, you know, that's for your comfort also and for his. So it's a mutual arrangement with you two. And, yeah. and that's really good, you know, and you're both spiritual beings and that really makes a difference. Um, so that's all, all really good. So, so bottom line, I know, and I know it's hard, but stay with your pet if possible. Yeah. If a clinic won't let you stay, that's not the right spot to be in um, because you should be able to stay. Yeah. Um, and animals, when they pass, will often hover. Uh, the soul will hover above the body. I think humans do that too. Yes, um, will hover about, above the body. Um, you see about this high above. Um, just making sure that everybody's okay. Uh, you know, they don't pass and zip off. Um, they stay. They'll stay around um, to make sure that everything's okay with you. Um, so, you know, so stay with them a little bit after. And then you'll get the feeling of, okay, I know his soul's gone. I can go now. Um, and that's, that's an important thing, too. Because um, they're still looking after us, even at that point. They're like, I want to make sure that you're going to be okay. And talk. Let, yeah. Let me jump ahead here and mm -hmm. start talking about now what happens when they go into the spirit world. I mean, this is a funny thing. When my sister had a, a cat that passed away, and I had a dream that the, the, her cat went to heaven and was playing with our old family cat that we had yeah. like 18 years. Yep. And, and they'll go beautiful dream. Yeah. And they'll go to our plane where we all hang out. That's where their hangout is with us. Um, and on the other side, they don't take over the 14 year old body or the, you know, eight year old diabetic body. Um, they're in their prime over there. So they're usually when I'm working with them about a year and a half to two um, and they're in their prime. Um, most animals communicate very, very well, um, with me, um, they'll take me to parts of their 
house that, that they really enjoyed just so that we can anchor that in with their person. Um, you know, that, yep, I'm, I'm in your house. I'm in your house with, you know, with, uh, with Mika because she's showing me this pattern on this chair and your sliding glass door um, and the floor without a carpet on it. It looks like wood and we step out onto the flat cement but then she wants me to come back in and go over here. So those show you all around the place just to help their person um, anchor in. Um, and and they'll, they'll just tell you, I mean, they, in my own experience, my own animals, I've seen them in my peripheral vision um, wow. for up to three months. That's been the longest. Uh, but like with humans, it takes a massive amount of energy to come back in that in their bodily form so yeah. one of my cats i would see this beige color off to my off to my right or off to my left just a beige blob and i knew okay. it was tuesday my cat um, all and, right and we then, have to hold that thought um about seeing okay. our pets in the spirit world so we have to take another break great what if there were a super tiny device diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair what if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help a fight against parkinson's disease dr patricia broderick is proud to announce the broderick probe a biomedical and electronic breakthrough imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick, Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. Show host and coach John M. Hawkins reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBN Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back to Spiritual Support with Dr. Sue on the Bold Brave TV Network. And I'm here with Deb Stanton, and we're talking about communicating with pets. And now we're talking about communicating with pets in the afterlife. Yeah. Um, you, your pets are going to be where we go. Um, there's no hell for pets, if we want to put it that way. Um, they're over there. They're back to their young selves. They're with our family. Um, and, and if you happen to be with your pet when he's passing, give him a job. You know, like, um, go see mom. 
um, or go see Goldie, you know, another animal you had, you know, and those animals will meet yours, your family on the other side will meet your animal. Um, so everybody's gone home. It's just us that are left down in the, in the third dimension. Um, they have an adjustment period like, like we do on the other side, um, and then they get right down to it. Um, and they coexist with everything. So you can have bunnies running around, a, a hound dog. Uh, you know, ev everybody just gets along over there. Um, and they will, they will communicate. Um, you may hear a, a tingle of a license. Um, you may hear a click of nails on the floor. Uh, you know, sometimes if it's a cat or a small dog, you may feel a little dent in the bed um, when you're there. Um, animals aren't stuck down here. They're well over. It's their choice whether they want to come down. But again, don't beat yourself up if you're not seeing them. Um, you know, they, they are around in different forms. If you're going about your day and you suddenly think of a pet that's passed, that's them tapping in with you. Uh, I've got dogs that have passed like 25, 30 years ago, and I still still pop into me during the day just to check in. Uh, and I love it. And same with horses. It doesn't have to be confined to small animals, anything. Um, bunnies, squirrels, it doesn't matter. So they're quite able to communicate. Um, and again, it's non-judgmental. Um, so it's not like you should have done better. Uh, or you should have helped you more. There's none of that. It's just love. Um, and that in itself is a lesson for us. Uh, we beat ourselves up. Um, if it was a financial reason that you couldn't do something or other to prolong the life, we're okay with it. Um, okay. so I have a question. This was something somebody asked me and I wasn't sure about. Do the fish communicate? Yeah, 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 I've talked to fish. Um, yeah, they do too. And that's, you know, that gets, um, you know, into a little mucky area. Uh, and, you know, I mean, and that's why some beliefs um, don't eat meat or fish or will step over a worm or step over an insect, um, you know, because that could be the reincarnated soul of, of a pet or a human. Um, but yes, fish are quite capable and I've done that with fish, um, red people's fish, uh, and turtles. Um, so they all have something to say and they can be really deep and profound. Um, they can also be silly. Um, but, but yeah, your, your pets are safe over there. Um, it, and again, it's us that just misses the bejesus out of smelling that fur, uh, feeling the texture of the fur, having somebody to cuddle with, um, you know, someone that we can put our arm around. Um, so it's on our profound end, but they will come down um, and wait for you and just check in with you. And you may, you may smell that funky smell on your dog. It may just for a few seconds waft by. Um, so they will, but they generally will don't have the ability to materialize in full body form in front of you. It's just like ours don't really, you know. 
Well, are you talking um, like, like about a full materialization? Yeah. Okay. That's not that common in animals. Again, it's the peripheral thing um, that, that you will see. Uh, unless you are going to work, um, you know, a physical mediumship, which most people are not. Um, but just be aware there are little things, um, little signals that, that your pet is around or has dropped by. And look outside for little stuff too. Sometimes they'll send you another animal um, to, to stare at you or to fly in to say hi to you. Uh, you know, and it doesn't have to be the dog that left. The dog that left could send you a blue jay. Um, you know, and that will come right up to the window. Um, so, so be aware of those. Or you could look down on your, on your deck and see uh, uh, something that your dog would have grabbed before, like a little hunk of a stick or something that wasn't there before. So there are things, but as far as using a communicator, like me with animals that have passed, um, they can communicate just fine. Um, I have a friend whose dog would, would take the t a tennis ball and push it across the floor. Yeah. And let her know yeah, it was there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. They can still do that. And I actually still prefer to work with animals on the other side because they're just so... Um, so engaging, um, so happy, so thankful, um, so descriptive in their life that they had down here. Um, it's, it's really uh, a nice thing for me. And to me, it's not work communicating with needy uh, mystically. Right. Um, it's more work to communicate when they're on this plane. Yeah, okay. We are running close to out of uh, time. I don't know mm -hmm. if you want to give somebody, people, your website. If anybody, yeah, it's uh, Deb Stanton. Lower Deb Stanton. Ca. Deb Ca. Okay, that's yeah, and their Facebook page too, which is about the same. Just punch in Deb Stanton Animal Communicator, and it will come up also. Great. Yes, and Deb helps people when they're having difficulty communicating with their pets. And of course, with me, you know, my website is www.spiritartgallery.net. And you can see all the things I'm doing and the physical medium conference that I'm working on for June. So far, I've never seen anybody um, materialize a pet in the seance room. Well, we'll try it. Maybe we should try it. Maybe that's something I'll have to try on when, we, when we're down there. Something to think about. Yeah, So we will. Anyway, thank you so, so much for all of this really insightful information about You're people welcome. and their pets. And hopefully everybody now will know that they can time, take time out to talk to their pets. Their pets appreciate it and you'll appreciate it. With that said... Good night, everyone.